For those of you who pay attention regularly to the show and get the podcast, you know that Fingers Malloy is a massive fan of the Mil Dias. M-I-L-D-I-A-S. Thousand Days comes from the people over at Crown Heads, John Huber and Luciano, who comes over from Ace Prime. And they came together on the cigar, and it was his cigar of the year. So when I handed him the double Corona, Mil Diaz, Adicion Limitada, he wet himself. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz, so that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this is it. This is the 2021, and everything about this is going to make you happy. The Mil Diaz Escogitos, am I saying it right? E-S-C-O-G-I-D-O-S. I admit that spelling was pretty dang good. (laughs) Edition Limitada. This is 2021. It's out. It's available. They were talking about this heavy uh, in the month of April. It's the end of May. Getting ready for where where we live, race weekend, the Indianapolis 500. And this is a way to do it, the limited edition. Now, when we last smoked this, Fingers, you were smoking the Sublime. The Mil Diaz Sublime, and you're like, this. This is my cigar. Yeah, it's great. I mean, when you look at it, the, the wrapper, it's smooth. Uh, you know, a touch oily, uh, but it, it, you know, back then we were, one thing that was really noticeable about that stick was, um, and Luciano talked about it, how it immediately makes you start to salivate. And which, right. uh, which to me, uh, you know, when you're trying to blend it or, or pair it with something can just enhance not only what you're pairing it with, but also the, this cigar flavor as well. So this cigar, when, when, we, when we last uh, spoke about it and took a look, at, w- at what was happening. Uh, that Sublime was uh, out of uh, the, the factory there, uh, the, the Pachardo uh, factory out of Nicaragua. This comes the same way, but this cigar is a big pup. When we did the Sublime, that was a 6 by 54 6 inches long with a 54 ring gauge. This right here is a 7 and an eighth by 49 so it's 7 and 1 eighths inches long. tee Always makes him laugh. And 49 is the ring gauge, right? So that refers to the diameter, how thick the cigar is around. tee Again with the laughter. So if it's a 64 ring gauge, that would be a full inch around. This, a nice, nice, easy uh, in the hand, not not a wiffle ball bat as we sometimes <laughs> describe it, meaning that it just, it has a, a lightness to it. When a cigar is a little too light, that's a wiffle ball bat. This is Fits just right. You can see plenty of the leaf in the the wrapper right there. Everything about this works just wonderfully. I'm very, very impressed. I've already had a few of these. I won't lie. I started smoking them the other day. Nice. And I and I and I uh, and I have not uh, stopped. It's, it's referred to as a double Corona because we're because of where that that ring gauge is seven and eight. Let me give you that Churchill kind of feel, right? Because of the length. You're not there. Now, we just started smoking uh, this cigar, and Fingers Malloy, uh, wh- where, where are you with this? Oh. What, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Pepper and cream. That's what I'm getting so far. Uh, I, I, think but, that's, I think that's a nice way uh, to, to put it. But it's not um, heavy on the pepper. Uh, the cream, it's, it's a nice, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, not overwhelming with cream, but not uh, it's subtle. It's there. Uh, it's, it's just, we, we talked about it. Um, with the with the what with the sublime, um, it, it's just a it's a consistently good smoke. I'm interested to see because we just lit this. If it's going to be a similar smoke with the sublime, it you know there's a lot of smoke coming off the stick. That's good so far. A nice even burn. Let's see if it continues that way. So we're talking about uh, Nicaraguan 
and and filler that also I think hits with some Peruvian and and and, and Costa Rica. This is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. What's interesting is is that the the, the Escogidos follows up what was the the Mareva. Now that was launched last October, sold out immediately. Then I never even got my my hands on one. What is so enjoyable about what Luciano does and what is happening uh, with, with this association with crowned heads, and I love crowned heads in an irrational way, is that the cigar provides value and value, meaning there's an economic value. You're not afraid to buy this stick, and there is a flavor profile that just works wonderfully. If you're doing this with a bourbon, this works. I actually want to pair this cigar with a rye. I think that there's something really there that a little more of, of, of those kinds of intensities would work with this, for me, exceptionally. But every bit of a cup of coffee is also screaming this. And this cigar, 7 and an eighth by 49 is 11 bucks. Oh, can't beat it. And here's the thing, too, Tony. I mean, this is one of those sticks that... 11 bucks. It's amazing. If, if they had told me it was 17, 18, I still would do it. Yeah. I think it provides that kind of flavor. And it's a stick that you wouldn't feel necessarily uh, hesitant to give to someone who isn't a regular cigar smoker, but also someone that is an experienced cigar smoker, loves their, their cigars. I think this stick is versatile that way where you could give them to both and they would everybody would enjoy it. Now, as we've just gotten into this, we just lit up, we, we break our cigars into thirds like most people do. First third, second third, and, and, and final third. Get your notebook out. What's the weather like? What have you been eating? All of those things really matter and can really, really affect where you are with this. Like, I will tell you today, I'm getting a little bit more of the spice. Not in an overwhelming way, in a really good way, matched with uh, what, what I feel is just some some right kind of, of earth. There's a bit of brightness going on with, with the cigar. I would say that this is a pretty solid medium Cigar because there's it depends on how much you smoke, but what you had to eat that day, what you had to drink that day, that all is going to matter a great, great deal to the cigar and to where you are with it. This is why you should write it down and then smoke it again three weeks from now, right? Different time, different this. See how it plays. See how your notes uh, come come together, right? And then you'll be able to kind of make a decision on whether or not this is the cigar for you. This is the Mil Diaz. This is the Escogitos. I, man, can I, can I tell you, like, even me trying to say it, I'm guilty of cultural, cultural appropriation. <laughs> I can't get it, get it right for sure. E-S-C-O-G-I-D-O-S. Escogitos. The, I, I saw it as the Edición Limitada, right? The 2021. Absolutely worth getting. Now, I noticed something in yours, Fingers, and... When you're dealing with a premium cigar, you're dealing with something that um, is, is done by hand. I had the same problem just the other day. It was almost a cavern yes. in the cigar. And I can it turn, turn yours towards me. Just so, it could sometimes happen that from the foot where you're lighting, you'll see a cavern. like It's like this open space. You might have to touch it up a little bit more. You might have some troubles with the draw. I had that happen, which could make you wonder, did they rush it or something like that? But I have had as my my fourth, <laughs> and I I only had it on one, so it could have just been a batch. It could have been something that Roller was dealing with. Don't let it dismay you. If it's a real problem, you can't get enjoyment of the cigar. Tell your tobacconist these things happen. You're dealing with an art project here, right? Don't be afraid to to, to advocate for yourself and say, "Hey, man, this is 
this this ain't working right. Most tobacconists be like, just grab another one, or you might you know keep lighting it and it'll it'll get out of the problem. Yeah, I've uh, had to touch this up three times already, and we just started eight minutes ago. So I'm hoping that I'm going to get through this. But and, and you notice me, I'm not having a single problem nope, at all. Not a problem at right? all. Right? That just remember what you're dealing with. Remember that you're dealing with art in these cigars and these things can happen the nat shermans used to do that to me constantly used to actually drive me crazy now constantly is a different problem altogether we'll see if the new nat sherman line has that issue or not that's coming out soon this is the mil dios i recommend it highly this is eat drink smoke follow the eat drink smoke show on your favorite podcast platform including apple podcasts amazon music and iHeartRadio. so any chance to talk about fast food we take it no, don't get me wrong. We've got good food coming, but there's so many crazy things going on in that market. It's hard to keep up. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, and make sure you get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play. Go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, and it is there for you. And subscribe. It's free anywhere you go. The podcast is free. But before we even start, Finger says to me, Tony, he's very excited. Hands go up in the air. Tony. <laughs> I, I got your grill problem solved. Now, as you know, I don't own a grill. I don't own a grill because every time I think about a grill, I'm like, hmm, charcoal, hmm, natural gas, hmm, propane, oh, a little green egg, or the big green egg, or whatever the green egg is. And next thing you know, I fall down in the fetal position and wet myself. I cannot make a decision on a grill. What have you decided for me? I think what you need to do is to get an inexpensive pellet grill that has uh, a searing side as well. So half of it's gas, half of it is pellet, because I know searing is a big deal to you. You usually sure. sear your stuff uh, with a skillet, a cast, cast iron skillet. Iron, baby. And uh, you can get an inexpensive pellet grill slash gas grill that has two sides. You'd be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook my steak for a little while, and then I need to sear it, boom, on the other side. Or if you're going to go out there just to put some... Uh, hot dogs or brats, burger, something quick, just put it on the gas side. You got both sides covered. And then after a while, if you're like, okay, this is something I really like, then you bump up to something a lot nicer. So I have to buy something in order to buy something? You gotta do something. I'm punch you in the neck. You gotta do something. I know, summer's here. Summer is here. And, I mean, it's, it's, we're heading into Memorial Day weekend. One of the, the great times to be, uh, for, for us, to be in, in the Midwest because it's the Indianapolis 500-mile race. And if you've never done the Indy 500, may I suggest you take a Memorial Day weekend and you come out to Indianapolis and experience the most insane party. I mean, it won't be this year because they've limited fans because of COVID. and it, It's still going to be good. It is it is. Elegance and debauchery and amazing and indie cars like nothing else out there. I, I'm I was never a racing guy. The first time you see indie car, you're like, holy cow! You have no idea what fast is. TV cannot do it justice. You have to see it. Yeah, and unfortunately, because of the the, the pandemic, the last two years, the celebration you know is is a lot. Uh, it's been toned down a lot. They didn't even have it you know last year. Well, they they moved it to August. They had it without fans. Yeah, the, last the, but year. the celebrate. I mean, the snake pit. I mean, the, they have concerts leading up to the race. Uh, in a lot of ways, the Indianapolis 500 is like the Kentucky Derby, where mm-hmm. uh, the Kentucky Derby it's a whole week long party. I mean, if you live in Central Indiana, if you're in Indianapolis, the whole month of May focuses on the Indy 500. It's absolutely incredible. And this thing, the snake pit, and there are concerts and everything else. Picture your college fraternity bathroom (laughs) 
and now add a band. Yes. And that's and that's the snake pit. Yeah. It is incredible. And you have to do it. You have to experience it once. But I am not buying a grill so I can then buy a grill. That that's a that's a crazy, preposterous idea. Buy a grill to buy a grill? I I'm trying to get you to move to do something and to right? make a make Why a just small get an easy bake oven and see what happens. Small three hundred and fifty dollar investment versus small. Hold on a second. Let's talk about how much money Fingers Malloy has just for a moment. Small three hundred and fifty dollar investment. That's what you just said. Yeah. Small. Why I'm don't I just saying- go to Walmart and get a twelve dollar hibachi and see what I can do? Now that would well, be, a be small- it would be something. It would be that's a small investment. Well, you would keep it. I mean, I'm not saying as soon as as soon as you're done with I the grill, I would keep. I'd have two grills. Well, no, you would keep it and use it, and then get rid of it, and probably sell it for three hundred dollars. Throw it on Craigslist. Is there still a Craigslist? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm not gonna use the next door app. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna do the you marketplace on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, I know what I'm saying right now. You sounds don't know what you're ri- saying. Sounds ridiculous, but I have been on this man for three years to buy a grill, and every year it's the same thing. I don't know what to get. I don't know. What to I don't get. know what to get. Look, I admit this is where I am deficient. I am manly deficient. You know how many women say you don't have a grill. <laughs> And they point and they laugh and I feel shame. Honestly, I think your best bet <laughs> is to find a pellet grill with a, a gas grill component to it. So that way you can get the feel of being able to smoke something if you wanted to take the time. You want to have the, the wood flavor to your food. But then if you want something quick, you got the gas. Side I think the, the interesting part about that is that the, the knock on the pellets is that in colder weather, they have a hard time getting to temp. You don't have that issue in the cold weather with yours. Now you've got the charcoal gravity fed uh, right. master built, and they're right. St- not a sponsor yet. It's not too late, master built. Get on this, but should be by um, the amount of times I've talked about how great that grill is. But now other companies are coming out with these gravity feds. I believe Weber's going to come out with one soon. Charbroil, I believe, has come out with one now. Uh, if you like the charcoal flavor, that's the way to go. But I haven't had any problems cooking on mine in the winter. And I, I, you know me, Tony. I grill year round. It's a twelve month. When people talk about, oh, it's grilling season. It's like every day is part of grilling season. And by the way, we have some videos coming out. Perfect Father's Day uh, kind, kind of fair. Uh, you know, Omaha Steaks is a sponsor of of the show, and thrilled to have them. And I've been, I've been, I, when we talk about something, we use it. So I have been eating it already. Finger's been away for a while, but he has a box of meat waiting for him. And he's going to actually grill some up and show you uh, how that, that, that goes and what's that like, how it tastes and, and everything else. That's an interesting idea, though, to add the gas side for, for that kind, kind of heat. And I think that people are going to say, man, that's just, that's, just a, that's just a lazy man's way to do it. That's just a poor man's way to do it. So I, but I can't win. I'm, not, I'm never going to win with the grilling purists. Right, who who tell me that you know if it's not charcoal that you single handedly mined from the earth like you were playing Minecraft, uh, then it doesn't count. I mean, who cares? I mean, really, honestly, are you really going? You're you're not going to a competition, right? You're just cooking in your backyard. I, don't and, know. I could go to a competition. Yeah, well, you could, but you you just want good food and pellet grills. You know, they make good food. But like I said, if you're in a hurry and you just want to pop on the gas and have the what grill. Do you, but when I'm grilling, I'm not in a hurry. I, I want, what I don't want to do is, is just sit there for, for hours on end and tending to it. Right? I'm much more about the heat and let's go. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm like in a rush. It's got to be done in 30 seconds. Oh, well, then get a pellet grill. 
for crying out loud. A pellet with the gas. Yeah, a pellet with the gas, just in case. Especially if you want to sear. There are, uh, you know, some pellet grills that can get up to 500 degrees now, and you can sear on those. If you have one, guys, post a photo on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke, and we will have up, uh, in, in the next week or so, we'll have up Fingers Malloy cooking the Omaha steaks because it is Father's Day. Dad wants to grill. Fingers Malloy, he's dad. He wants to grill and maybe be left alone. I think that's what <laughs> what he's going for. So go to omahasteaks.com and put Tony in the, the search bar. T-O-N-Y. And the deals will just pop up. This is the Get Out and Grill assortment. So it's the Butcher's Cut Strips it is the chicken breast. It is the Omaha Steaks burgers. It is the Jumbo Franks. I've been having uh, the kielbasa. It's, v- it's very, very good. Not overly spicy. It was really well done. Uh, it's got the fries, the caramel apple tartlets for dessert, the signature seasoning, which I've been doing on the chicken breast, the signature seasoning. It's been excellent. And you will get four New York strip burgers for free when you use keyword Tony. So go to omahasteaks.com. Very cool company. They're the originators. They know how to drop ship it, and it will be perfect when it gets to your door. You go to omahasteaks.com, you use Tony in the search bar, and you're going to get four free New York Strip burgers with that order, that Get Out and Grill assortment for Father's Day, omahasteaks.com, and use keyword Tony. Eat, drink, smoke, it is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza, Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy, the Mill Diaz, the Escogidos. Look at me. I'm getting better at it. (laughs) The Edición Limitada. This is limited edition 2021 from Mil Diaz, Luciano of Ace Prime, and John Huber of Crowned Heads. And could not be happier with this 49 by 7 and an 8, you know, that Churchill kind of feel. They they refer to it as a double Corona. It's smoking great. You were having that little bit of cavern in there. Where are you at right now? Yeah, I'm still having uh, a problem keeping it lit. But those um, flavors on the palate, you've got the, the... the pepper, the creaminess, but also there's a little bit of sweetness that's come on. And I can't put my finger on it exactly what that sweetness represents to me. But there- jello. <laughs> that's not it? Skittles. Mm. Skittles. That would have been a better answer. <laughs> the worst candy in the world. Um, I get you. I, you know, I don't know if I'm feeling it as a, as, as, as a sweetness, but it's, it, it's not, there is no harsh that I'm feeling here. It's some, some good feel tobacco. There's a touch of earth. There's a bit of spice, and it's just it's it's working so well. But it happens to be a flavor profile that I'm already a big fan of, and I'm and I and I there, there's a lot of what's happening here. I don't like the overly spiced. I don't like the overly heavy. There's a cigar that I that I had tried. I, I'm I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. It's just a question of what you like. Uh, the the Siri R from La Gloria Cubana. Man, I they're in my humidor. They're yours, fingers. All right, okay. and it's just it's just it hits me too big. I know people who love them, who live and die by them. And I'm happy to do the review. It's just too big for for where I go, for where I feel comfortable. And it's so funny that you will find that cigars you liked 3 years ago are not your cigar now. Things change. Taste buds change. Feel changes as you smoke more. You you come to, to certain things that sometimes you can't put a, a finger on it. I am enjoying this. I do enjoy what Mil Diaz has to do. And this is making me super happy. And I at eleven dollars a stick. Eleven dollars. That's amazing. A stick. Sometimes you might find it at twelve dollars a stick. Right on. That's an incredible, outrageously good price point. I will tell you, my price point has gone up. 
Oh. I now find myself more in the $15 to $20 sticks than in the $12 to $15 sticks. It's just where I'm finding it. It's where I'm finding the, 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 the value in terms of the flavor of what I'm getting. Yeah. Well, at $11 a stick, I mean, I don't want to be repetitive, but we're only in, and we're also only in May, but this is definitely a strong candidate for my cigar of the year for 2021. Other than the, the issues I'm, I'm having keeping it lit, but you said you've only had one issue. I am not having a problem at all. No. It's, it's this, it'll, it'll happen when you're dealing with art like this. Yep. We're talking about rollers. We're talking about human beings. It can happen. Some piece of tobacco gets laid in the wrong way, and the next thing you know. But this cigar is so good, I'm not getting really all that frustrated by it. Where sometimes if the, the cigar is kind of mediocre and you keep having to touch it up, you're like, oh, to heck with it. I've, I've had enough. I'm, I'm pitching it. I'm working so hard, it's not even worth it. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I hear you. Th- this is a good stick. Let's uh, go to News of the Week, Fingers. Okay, Tony, we have documented on several occasions where, you know, as the country opens up and people are are getting out more, they're going to restaurants, they're going to bars, uh, they're starting to travel. There's still some frustration over, uh, you know, what's happened over the past year and uh, pandemic protocols with with different businesses. And and we're really still seeing a lot of this uh, with flights and airlines having to deal with unruly customers. Uh, this past Sunday, a Southwest passenger was arrested on suspicion of felony battery, causing serious injury after she allegedly struck a flight attendant during a flight from Sacramento to San Diego. This is according to CNN. It's a seven-minute flight, Sacramento to San Diego. Right? Why? Where would you even have the time to punch anybody? And why are people punching anyone? You know, I will admit, I am a. I have rules on a plane. First of all... When I fly, what am I wearing? You're wearing a suit. I wear a suit on a plane. And no punching. No, there's no punching. You should be thankful that the plane takes off and hopefully lands with you in one piece. Right. Just sit there, be quiet, eat your peanuts, don't talk to me. Don't talk to anybody else. Just face forward. That's all you have to do. Just be a normal person. Why do you even deal with that, though? This is what I do. It's a nice little trick. Uh, I will have my earbuds in as I walk on the plane, even if I'm not listening to anything. And I'll keep my earbuds in the entire time. So if anyone tries to talk with me, say something to me, and try to engage in conversation, I'll pull one ear out and say, uh, earbud out and say, excuse me? What? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. And then they get the hint, I'm not here to talk to you. You know, what, what are we going to talk about? Oh, sure was hot out there today. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sure was. I don't do that because I expect people to be normal. Ah. I am not giving anybody an out. <laughs> and it's okay to say hello. I, I've had pleasant conversations on a plane before. Mm-hmm. But you have to act appropriate. And uh, may I add, where are the air marshals? Right. What happened to air marshals on planes? This is an excellent idea. But really, so much of this... there. The amount of anger that people have and the angst that they that they have, it, they don't know how to deal with their emotions. And worse, if you take a look at what's gone on culturally over the last 20, 30 years, we've told people it's okay to act out on your emotions. You have feelings, and your feelings are real, and they matter. And people think, oh my gosh, my feelings matter. My feelings matter. Your feelings don't matter. It's never a question where both our feelings matter, so how do we do this? No, my feelings matter, so I get to act out on them. And next thing you know, someone's getting upset on a plane, and they're screaming at an airport, or they're, they're getting to a fight in Miami, and they're punching people. Just be normal for five minutes. Yeah, not only are people expressing their feelings in, in really bad ways, uh, you're redefining what truth is now. 
and maybe uh, this is my truth. This isn't your truth. My truth is I should be able to get on a plane without a mask on. And if you uh, tell me I can't, I'm going to you know, start being punchy. This person right here, apparently, she was ignoring the flight attendant's instructions about uh, flipping your uh, table in an upright position. Who gets your to ignore the belt. flight attendant? Just put your damn tray table up. Nobody's interested in your life. <laughs> Nobody's interested. Wait a second. I'm, I've almost won solitaire. I can't put my laptop on yeah. my lap and do that because that just ruins the flow. The cards come out different. <laughs> I'm playing put words the, with friends. Put the tray table up. No one cares what you think. No one cares. I, I, my God. I'm, uh, please don't think I'm yelling at you, guys. I, I'm, I'm not yelling at you un unless it's you. In which case... No one cares. <laughs> if I thought I could do anything I want on a plane, do you know how many cigars I would smoke? Right. It would be unlimited. If someone started Cigar Air, it's all I would travel. <laughs> it would, and, and, and we're we're heading out. We are heading to Vegas. We are going to be at the Premium Cigar Association uh, convention in uh, in Vegas in July. Cannot wait. It's it's the PCA Premium Cigars. Org. It's going to be amazing. And if you're a retailer, you got to let us know you're going to be there. And we'll, we'll come say hello. We're doing interviews. We're going to be trying so many new things, sharing it. We're, videos are plenty. It's going to be fantastic. Wait, we're, 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 we're going to work there? Yes. Um, There's going to be no gambling time. What? Who? Yeah, we're, we are actually taking a walk. We will be walking outside of the casino <laughs> to make sure you do this right. So it, seriously, if, if you own a cigar lounge, you're going to be there, please. Let, let us know. It's not actually open to the public as I know it. You got to be within. We're, we're members of the PCA, premiumcigars.org, if, if you want to look it up. And, and so it, it's going to be fantastic. But on that flight, you better damn well act appropriate. Well, you don't have to worry about me. Are I, we on the same flight? Uh, I believe so. Oh, I hope so. Well, I, you know me. I wear my best uh, sweatpants. I will, I, so I will iron my T-shirt with a hot rock before I get on the plane. <laughs> I will represent the way I always do. Uh, but no, I listen, I understand people are frustrated and they, they sometimes want to lash out. But these people are just following government guidelines about having to wear a mask on a plane. And there's nothing they can do about it. And you should know that going in. And, just, and it sucks. We all hate wearing them. But until the feds say it's okay not to have these masks on, don't take it out on the flight attendant. And now there's a whole conversation about masks that's worthy of getting into. Uh, there's so much more of this science that's coming out. I think you're already starting to see states change up in a way. Uh, but you're talking about being rational. You're on a plane. It's not your plane. They have rules. I get you might not like them. Not putting up your tray table when they say put up your tray table. Put up your tray table. Eat your peanuts. Don't bother us. We're going to Vegas to smoke all the cigars. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Reddit is not done screwing with the stock market. <laughs> These people are going to teach those hedge funds a dang lesson. If their life depends on it, and if the hedge fund loses enough money, it may very well be that way. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy right there. Go to Eat, Drink, Smoke Show. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. You'll get the reviews. You'll see the latest articles, new things happening in the world of bourbon and of alcohol in, in, in cigars. Really, really cool stuff. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. So is Reddit, the, 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 the website, we'll call it, 
chat room, chat boards. I don't even know what you call it. It's, it's, it's an insane underworld where people are having a ball and ruining each other's lives. <laughs> Best way I could describe it. Reddit is the school playground. <laughs> right. That's basically it. And it was Reddit that took the GameStop stock and said, you know what? This is worth something. And you had um, the, uh, the people over there at, uh, at, at, who, who own the GameStop stock, the, the people who are, uh, you know, what, what do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? The, the hedge fund guys. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to short this. And we're going we're gonna to try and push the price down so we can make money. And the Reddit guys said, oh, no, we're going to push the price up. And it forced the hedge funds to cover their, uh, their shorts and cost them crazy amounts of money. And they went nuts. And then there was an attack. And how dare you? And you're manipulating the market. Well, the Reddit guys are back. And they're now saying GameStop, AMC, and Beyond Meat. Now, before anything, I'm a full disclosure guy. I own AMC stock. I am not trying to pump any stock whatsoever. If, if there's ever a moment something like this comes up, we will tell you. If there's a sponsor, we will tell you that. If we're reviewing something that's sponsored, we will tell you that. We'll never, ever lie to you guys. Now, I don't own enough AMC stock to count. Right. I'm just saying, yes, I indeed do own the stock. Do not take stock advice from me. I don't know a damn thing. I bought it when this whole thing was happening just to see what would happen. And I've been sitting on it for a couple of months. I'm glad you were specific and you said, don't take stop, uh, stock tips from me, as yeah. in you. Yes. You can take stock tips from me if you want to. It would end poorly, but oh, you yes. certainly can. I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, I take all of my money and bury it in a coffee can in the backyard. Great American. <laughs> so now they're doing this with, with, with GameStop. They're doing it with AMC, and they're doing it with Beyond Meat. So this is the Impossible Whopper and things like that. Now that restaurants are opening back up, if they could find staff, man, that's a disaster. Yeah. It's just gotten worse. Everybody I know... People are emailing us, sharing stories with us. It's just a mess. But people are really looking at Beyond Meat and this, this you know, plant-based uh, meat product and, and saying this this is it. And so the Reddit guys are like, yeah, let's make this the next one. Who knows what they're going to do next? Right. Well, Blockbuster's going to come back <laughs> from the dead. Well, what's interesting about this, Tony, is the first two stocks that they, they picked you know, was GameStop and now AMC. You wondered what kind of future these companies had. I mean... Do we even know what the future of movie theaters are at this point? Have have Americans' tastes and behavior as far as entertainment completely changed where the movie theater is kind of uh, going to be a thing of the past? You look at those two and you're like, okay, wow, are, are these dying companies? But Beyond Meat, I mean, it, it seems to be growing and it, you know more and more restaurants are signing on to having some sort of Beyond Meat product on their menu. Uh, it's a little different pivot from the, the previous stocks where you're like, geez, I don't even know if these companies are going to be around two or three years from now. Full disclosure, neither one of us own Beyond Meat. Do you own no. Beyond Meat? No. I, I, I've only had Beyond Meat once. I have alone. never had Beyond Meat. I have have the, I? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I tried the Beyond uh, Whopper. Right. And, was it Beyond? Uh, well, I, I think I... We covered this on the show uh, a while ago. When it comes to Burger King... Don't you feel like the Whopper, so much of that, okay, you've got the flame broiled taste, which is nice, but it's just the toppings. They slap all the toppings on it, and it's almost like they, it's, a, it's a condiment stew on top. They, they put it on with a ladle, and uh, you eat By it. By the way, don't ever refer to it as condiment stew. 
<laughs> oh, that is that is not appetizing. But uh, that's what so much of their their burgers it feels like is is just condiment based. So the Beyond Whopper didn't really taste all that much different to me than a regular Whopper because I was getting you know all the the mayonnaise and the the pickle and the mustard. The delicious and the mayonnaise. Yes. And the delicious, mm, yeah. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. So it is good. You, but, you, but you never had the Beyond. I've never Whopper. had any of it. Never had had any uh, of it at all. But. We'll see if they can really start gaming that, and does it drive the market crazy, and do we start hearing about it? So so look for that, and listen for that. Then there's the Amazon deal, which in any other world would have been the biggest deal you ever heard of ever. Amazon bought MGM Studios for just under $9 billion. Now, what matters here is that Amazon just bought a studio that gives them the entire James Bond franchise, and gives them a huge studio and a huge advantage in people and know-how in being able to make films. The streaming companies are the studios these days, right? That, that's what's happening. And when you take a look at what Apple's now doing with Apple TV, you already know what Netflix is at, Paramount Plus and Peacock through, through NBC. Um, this, is, this is a big, big deal. But the question is, when you're playing in these platforms, how do you get your content in terms of a new show to be it? They're making lots of shows. They're making lots of movies. And then you've got all these other things and certainly iconic names like Bond. And if you own this, the, 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 the entire franchise, you could also be making a, a series out of it and doing other things. For example, they're making a TV series out of Lord of the Rings. Right? That's coming to the world of Amazon. So you've got this great opportunity, but now does it become a moment for the rest of us where it's just overkill? There's just too many things to look at on Amazon Prime or on a Hulu, and, and uh, blah, 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 I don't know what to say. You become that guy. It's just too much. Yeah, it is too much. And you know, I told you previously, we talked about how people are cutting the cord, and I cut the cord, and I'm noticing I'm watching more and more content just on YouTube. And YouTube's really stepping up their game. But Amazon's throwing money around like crazy. You know, starting in 2022, they're going to be the exclusive home of Thursday Night Football. And, you know, that was a big deal, too, throwing the money around. So Amazon is really stepping up, saying, okay, we want to be one of the big players along with Netflix and Hulu. They also are getting the Rocky franchise, The Handmaid's Tale, which is interesting because that was a Hulu product, RoboCop, Legally Blonde, and the Epics TV Network. It's a big, big footprint expander uh, for for them. I think this world is going to get more interesting and and more interesting. And I, I wonder if for us, the consumer, we actually get the exact opposite of what they think they're providing. They think they're providing us with content and, and greatness and the reason to join them. I think they may wear us out. It's, it's possible. And then if, if you're somebody who, who is trying to break in, which service do you choose? You want to be with Netflix? You want to be with Amazon? Okay, you'll, you'll, you'll dance with the, with, the, with the one who brings you, right? Whoever says yes. But then how do you get your show seen? Right. Right? So if you're, if you're an independent producer out there or creator out there and a, and a good size one, which, which avenue do you go with? Doesn't it, it, the, all deals won't depend on how much they give you to make the product. It's how they'll give you to promote the product. Right, and a lot of it, too, if you're a content provider, is if you're an actor or whatever, it's, oh, okay, i got to get out to Hollywood. i got to get out to California. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I mean, with all these different streaming services uh, and all this content coming from everywhere, 
the rules for actors, content providers, it's completely changed. It's completely changed. All I know is they all need a good night's sleep. And to do that, you get a MyPillow. How was that? Was that smooth? Nice. Right? My my pillow is actually excellent. It's a great night's sleep. I don't wake up with a sore neck, no headaches. I don't feel like I need a nap because I slept all night long. And you can refresh the pillows of every room in your house because the premium MyPillow, lowest price ever. And for a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for only $29.98. King pillows, just five bucks more. What you got to use is promo code TONY. The MyPillow is a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square. Boom. And enter Tony. T-O-N-Y. And then you can take advantage of the discounts on like everything. The, the Giza Dream bed sheets, which I sleep on, and the new My Slippers. So get your premium MyPillow today for only $29.98. That's with promo code Tony. You go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Put Tony there. Click on that radio listener square, and you are good to go. MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. And this, this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. This show has turned me into a rye drinker. I know it's Eat, Drink, Smoke, and I know we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars, but it has turned me into a rye drinker. The difference between a bourbon and a rye? Well, bourbon, by law, is 51% corn in the mash bill, right? All the grains that are there to make that sweet juice. A rye? It's 51% rye. That's the predominant grain. Rye's for me, bring a sweetness and without so much of the punch that just makes me a happier person. It's not that it doesn't have other flavors. A lot of people talk about rye as having that spice. Well, I think that depends on where the rye is from. But Pikesville rye is among the best I have tried. And to go with this Mil Diaz limited edition we brought it back out. It is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we do eat the fine food, drink the fine rye, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. As This comes out of the, the Heaven Hill Distillery, and all praises to the people at, at Heaven Hill. Just a little, a little uh, a distillery you should know and love because what they do is uh, just absolutely uh, terrific. Uh, the Henry McKenna. That's uh, the good people at Heaven Hill. Larceny is the good people at, at Heaven, Phil, Heaven Hill. Old Fitzgerald, the bottled and bond, that's them as well. And then, of course, the Elijah Craigs and Evan Williams and things that you know about. But the Pikesville Rye, first things first, is 110 proof. Fingers Malloy loves the things over 100 proof. The second thing is it just has... The coolest, craziest flavor profile and nose profile and one of the best descriptions that has ever come out because we last did this in August of 2020. You can go back and check our review there at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. The guys at the whiskeyjug.com, a good site, have referred to this as having a taste of marzipan, uh -huh. and it has stuck with Fingers Malloy. Like, who in the world describes a rye or anything as having marzipan? I actually fronted a funk band in the 80s that was called Marzipan. So <laughs> I, I, honestly, do you, I, I'm just a simple blue-collar Joe, Tony. I haven't run into many things that had uh, marzipan in it. Uh, what, do you know what marzipan is? Do you have a marzipan is, 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 is a candy, and, it, and it's almond, and, it, and it's sugar, 
and it's it's outrageously outrageously uh, uh, sweet. So it's 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 almonds, ground almonds, it's sugar. It, it's 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 some egg whites, and it, it it can be delicious. It can be totally overwhelming, but it's it's a fine fine flavor. You know that 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 almond kind of flavor. This is, as I said, 110 proof. It is six years old. We do it neat, the Pikesville rye right here. And man, that nose is just absolutely, positively delicious. It's like a, a bit of sugar. It's got that caramel. It's got vanilla. There's a touch of, uh, of citrus. It's a sugar cookie, baby. And I'm Always. getting a little bit of sweet fruit off of it as well. And if I'm not mistaken, is that marzipan? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's such a great descriptor. <laughs> Seriously, the whiskey jug. Bravo. Um, it, it is just, it plays so well. And one of the cool things about Pikesville is that it is so distinct. It isn't muddled. You can really pick them up. And a nose like that entices you. It totally brings you in. And also, you know, we're dealing with it with a, a bit of summer weather uh, here in central Indiana where, where we're recording and, and yet it works. And if this was, and we last reviewed this in August, it's so interesting. But this on a fall day, yeah. it fits. This on Christmas Eve absolutely fits with the entirety of the season. So no matter where you are in, 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 in those celebratory moments or just having it in, in, in the bar, this works. Now, we, we, we do this neat and then bring it to a cube or add some cold water. Uh, it's, got a, it's got a good amber uh, not, you know, I, I've seen a deeper. And also, I wouldn't say it's a very viscous kind of thing, right? It, 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 it's more liquid than it is sticking to the side of the glass, at least where I'm at right now. We do this in the Glencairn glass. That's that oddly shaped kind of thing. You can really get a look at it, move it around, get your nose in there. But, man, that nose is special, dude. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm going to go in. You going in? I'm going to give her We're the old college neat. try. And then uh, we move it to the cube, as I said. Fingers Malloy doing the Pikesville Rye, Heaven Hill Distillery. 51% rye, 37% corn, 12% barley on the mash bill in the new charred oak cask. He's moving it around. He's doing the Savannah Swish. Oh, right, nice. It's actually called the Kentucky Chew when you move it around your mouth and really get the taste buds exposed and everything else. Well, what do you got? well on the palate, uh, right away you get a spice, um, a very light sting on the tongue, no burn. Um, Wood, uh, to me, there's like a little bit of citrus to it. Uh, it's a, There's a sweetness that you got on the nose as well. Uh, but this is very enjoyable. And you would never know that this was, a, what, what, 110 proof? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, uh, it's not something that jumps out at you. It's like, oh, this is this is got a, a real strong alcohol taste to, uh, to it. It's there, but it doesn't burn going down. It's not overpowering. It's just well done. All right, here I go. Now, I, I chose the rye because I thought it would go perfectly with the Mil Diaz limited edition that we're smoking. So uh, let me let me take the sip and let's find out if I'm right. Yeah, there he go. goes. He's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch. The Chattanooga Chomp. Oh. Oh. It's just perfect. There is not an ounce of burn. There's actually not a heat building in the chest. You don't even feel it going down. The slightest bit of sting on the on the tip mid tongue area. Those, those flavors are exceptional. It's actually hitting me a little floral, which is kind of uh, 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 of interesting. Maybe it, it, it 
it, it is that sweetness that's kind of like overpowering, but that little bit of caramel's there. Um, I think you're, you are right. There's a touch of, of wood. Maybe it's a fruit that I'm picking up more than floral. There's nothing. I, there's, I don't want the cube. There's nothing I wouldn't do. This is in my liquor cabinet. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's balanced. There's nothing there. There's no one particular flavor that overpowers another. It's just a nice blend. It's, it's so good. And, Tony, did you mention a price point yet? You can get a bottle of the Pikesville Rye for 50 bucks. Oh, please. All day, every day in your liquor cabinet. All day, every day. Without, if there's only one rye outside of what I make. I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> outside of what I make. You know, that we, we have a rye here in, in Indiana called Recovery Rye that we created to help the hospitality industry. So people who lost their jobs because of COVID, we created this rye and it's sold all over the state, recoveryrye.com. And, and uh, it, it helps uh, the people in, in that industry. So, of course, I'd buy that. I'm very, very proud of that rye. You should be. Right? This, this is a more multidimensional. This is a recovery rye works on the rocks. This is neat or the rocks. Recovery rye works great in your Manhattan. I would not do a Manhattan with Pikesville. No. Right? I'm very honest and very clear about uh, these things. I'm super proud of what I do. Oh, I love recovery rye. But the Pikesville is special, and we, you should say so. It really works. It's blending with the cigar perfectly. There, there, is, there is not a heat build. Maybe it's me getting more used to it. Right? Be. I'm, I'm becoming a better drinker day by day. <laughs> Pikesville rye from the people at Heaven Hill. It is absolutely special. Six years old. This is 110 proof. I believe they have one that isn't as, as high on, on the proof. I believe they might have one that's not as high on the proof. You'll have to check that out for yourself. Get this bottle. Buy this bottle. And if you're in Indiana, buy Recovery Rye as well. See what I did there? That's yeah. a plug. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. So before I rudely interrupted myself, Popeye's is offering a new chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's like an hour later, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I was going to tell that story. Because this chicken sandwich war thing, it's not, it's not played out. It is unbelievable. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Get the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. It is free. It's growing. It's building. It's because of you. And can't thank you enough. And stations coming on board. Hello, South Bend, Indiana. MNC, it is good to have you here. Really appreciate you guys being here. I love it. Love it when it's the home state. Love it when we're growing all across uh, the country as we are this new chicken sandwich after they have launched the Cajun flounder sandwich they're going to have a blackened chicken sandwich right so not not the fried blackened it comes in both the classic and a spicy which is impossible because blackened is spicy so how can I have a blackened spicy chicken sandwich well you're going to have to go to Popeyes to find out no 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 no, no, no. well that's you're probably right I'm just saying it's blackened by definition, it's spicy. Isn't that what? Isn't that how you would describe blackened? I would with those think Cajun kind so. Of yeah, but the, with the classic and the spicy varieties, uh, they're they're trying to appeal to everyone because you know certainly there are people out there that that don't want all the spice in the chicken sandwich. But it's amazing that this is this is such a thing, Tony. 
every fast food restaurant's like coming out with chicken sandwich after chicken sandwich. They call it the chicken sandwich wars, Tony. But it's blackened. It can't be blackened and spicy. It is spicy by definition. And I'm right about Cajun. Why, why would I even guess or second guess myself on that? So here it is. It is going to feature a non-breaded chicken breast coated in a proprietary blend of herbs and spices they stole from a guy named Major Smanders. <laughs> it's a proprietary blend of blackening seasoning and two barrel-aged pickle slices served on a brioche bun. And, uh, oh, I get it now. The classic has regular mayonnaise. The spicy version has spicy mayo. Oh, there you go. There it is. There it is. I'll be interested to see how this works out because, you know, like I said earlier, all these fast food restaurants are coming out with different chicken sandwiches as part of the, the chicken sandwich wars. And uh, McDonald's is practically giving them away if you have an app. Um, if you have the McDonald's app, you can get a free chicken sandwich. What I like about this. No, I take that back. Fries and a Coke. My bad. Have you been to McDonald's today? Uh, no, not today. But if you order through their app a chicken sandwich, you'll get uh, a f- medium fry and Coke for free. But, you know, last week I've hit McDonald's pretty hard. And burger. Well, King. let's discuss today. Let's play America's favorite game really quick. Oh. What did Fingers Malloy eat? Well, this is going to be disappointing because it was actually homemade. Uh, it wasn't a fast food uh, menu item. Uh, I had two Sloppy Joes. Uh, oh my God! On on toasted white bread because if you're gonna you have would. a sloppy Joe. You can't have it on a bun. You gotta have it on toast. Right. Uh, and then uh, I chased it with uh, some salt and vinegar potato chips because you know with the sloppy Joe, it, it it's sloppy and some of the meat will come off of the sandwich and onto your plate. And you could do one of two things: you could do the healthy thing and, and take some sort of utensil and just pick it up that way, right. or uh, like a spoon. Yeah. Or or you could have uh, a chip that you could scoop it up and you could have a sloppy joe uh, nacho. So that's what I did. And, uh, you know, I chased it with the Pepsi Zero. The Fingers Malloy food pyramid. How are you alive? (laughs) If I had two sloppy joes and salt and vinegar chips, you'd be visiting me in a hospital. I I would need to be pumped. Well, now I'm chasing it with a cigar and some rye. Well, wait a second. I didn't say you were a savage. (laughs) What I like about this thing with Popeyes, and, I, and, and the thing about the spicy that I will admit is kind of interesting, it is a cultural move to flavor. Now, I get it. It's fast food. It's not, it's not gourmet. We're not, we're not epicures in, in, in this conversation. I, I agree. But it is a move to bringing back flavor. And I do, it, it's a recognition of what we, we've discussed regarding millennials and, and bourbon or, or, or liquor in general. They want to know where it came from. They want to know there's a value to the thing. They want a specialness to the story. People want that. And this is just, I think, a, a proper way to go after the trend. I don't know if people like Blackened in a way that it gets them really a clamor for it. But if you're at Popeye's... You like that Louisiana style. Right. You like that. You, you, that. That Cajun thing is already part of your thing. So it fits them. If somebody else did this, I would say it's ridiculous. There's no way that it's going to make any sense. It's like the people at Natural Ovens. It's a bakery. And they have now offered a keto-friendly line of hot dog buns. Only one net carb per serving. It's got more fiber than a traditional bun. Um, and it's, it's supposed to be like very, very easy 
on uh, the ingredients. So Jewel Osco, Mariano's Pick and Save, Woodman's, these are places you can find it, if you, especially if you're Wisconsin and, and Chicago. That's where you're going to find this. If you're eating a hot dog, you, you, you want... You want the keto bun, or do you want the most white bread thing possible? Well, you want the most white thing, bread thing possible, but if you are on the keto bandwagon, if you are really concentrating on knocking out as many of those empty carbs as possible, this may be an acceptable alternative. Uh, Aldi brand, uh, well, not Aldi brand, but the Aldi grocery chain, they sell a low-carb bread. I believe it's made by Love & Fresh Bakery, and they it's actually quite – it's a zero-net-carb bread. And really, yeah. And when I've been doing, uh, you know, keto or Atkins, I use that all the time for hamburger buns, which is basically every other month for you, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I like to to, to uh, keep up with the latest diet trends, Tony, as you know. Uh, but it's if you are someone who likes bread, you're craving bread. Uh, it's listen, you're not going to reach into the bag and just grab a piece of bread with with these breads or these buns because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have that that kind of flavor you would be expecting from a traditional loaf of bread. But if you just need that bread texture, if you miss it, these are good alternatives. Uh-huh. 26 grams of carbs in, in one of these buns, but 25 grams of fiber. So it's a net one, one carb. 25 grams of fiber? I hope you're not trying to hang around the... Uh, the barbecue too long because you're gonna spend the rest of your time in the bathroom. Well, that's what they do. Twenty five grams of fiber. They, Lord help you if you have relish. Yeah, right. One net gram of uh, fiber cancels out a carb, so that's how they they make these low carb. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to not having the bun. I'm gonna stick to not having the bun, and I'm getting my hot dogs from Omaha Steaks. You can do that too. OmahaSteaks.com. Use my name, Tony T O N Y, and you're gonna get a fantastic deal on the Get Out and Grill assortment, especially with Father's Day coming up. Dad wants to grill, so let him. Just make sure he has good food to grill, and that's what Omaha Steaks is going to help you do when you use keyword Tony. Put it right in the search bar, Tony. You see Eat, Drink, Smoke pop up. Boom, you're good to go. You're going to get uh, the four 10-ounce butcher cut strips. You're going to get the boneless chicken breast. You're going to get uh, the Omaha Steaks burgers. You're going to get the gourmet jumbo franks, and they are fantastic. I've had the kielbasa. Just terrific. You'll get the fries. You'll get the caramel apple tartlets, that signature seasoning, which on the chicken breast is incredible. And you will get four New York strip burgers for free. OmahaSteaks.com. Boom. It shows up right at your door. Throw it right in the freezer. Pull it out when you want to use it. Next thing you know, dad is grilling for Father's Day. Let him grill. Make your order today. OmahaSteaks.com. Put Tony in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. And use keyword Tony. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Me, I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com has the podcast. It has the latest videos. Everything that you need. We've got the Pikesville Rye, which is spectacular. Should I just finish this, Fingers? Should I just be done? You should. Mm. Oh, look at him. There he goes. Taking it Mm. in like a shot of fireball is what he's doing. That's not true. Fireball wishes it was Pikesville Rye. <laughs> it is just delicious. It's a good bit of sweet. There's a little bit of fruit on there, maybe more than a floral, even though it plays for me that way. There's no sting. There's no heat. But there's so many good flavors. You can pick up that little bit of vanilla that knows, for me, as a sugar cookie, that brown sugar, uh, things like that. It's just it's just right. It is, it is 
It is the rye in your liquor cabinet. There's just this is the second time we reviewed it. We reviewed it back in August of 2020. It's just as good. It is absolutely worth doing. Pikesville rye, 110 proof, and doesn't play that way. It just plays perfect. No, especially if you put it on the big rock like I did. Oh, you it did. Yeah, it did take that sting away and actually took a little bit of that spice away. Uh, but the that that fruity kind of note that I've been getting, and I can't quite quite put my finger on it if it's citrusy, but it's definitely sweet. That's still there, but it did take some of the spice away, which I'm actually kind of disappointed in because I enjoyed that. I don't know for me if this is something that I would put on a big rock again. Maybe a little bit. I of did a cool little bit. Water. Of, that's what I just did. A little bit of cool water because when you when you add water or you add ice, you're changing the proof, right? You're you're engaging in dilution. Uh, so it does change a little bit of what's happening. It changes some of the flavors. Water can let some flavors come out and other flavors recede. And it's a little bit of cool water on here. It's sensational. It still is just, I can't describe it enough. It's terrific. And and pairing with the Mill Diaz Limited Edition 2021 exceptionally well. But it's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Well, happy Memorial Day weekend to you, Tony. Yes, sir, you too. To everyone listening. And good news, AAA uh, says that they're expecting a significant rebound in travelers this Memorial Day weekend compared to 2020. AAA is expecting more than 37 million people to travel 50 miles or more from home starting uh, this past Thursday. How many people? 37 million. That's up 60% over last year. Yeah, it doesn't count, though. I know. Over last year doesn't count, but I'm happy to see people traveling and out and about and trying and doing. I think that's, I think that's absolutely terrific. Get out there, enjoy uh, your 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 life. You know, I'm getting ready for for a, a vacation and and very excited about that. We'll get on a plane as a family and travel totally unworried, completely and totally fine with everything. Um, and when, you know, I talked about we're going to Vegas. This is it's work. <laughs> We're going to Vegas. It's work. To smoke every cigar there is. Uh, the PCA, premiumcigars.org, and going to their uh, convention, talk to people, see the new blends coming out, see where the industry is going. We're going to have so many great interviews at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Um, that flight wasn't cheap. No. The flight prices are definitely back. Yeah. Two and a half million Americans will board airplanes this weekend, which is six times more than last year. Again, not really a fair comparison, like you said, because everything was pretty much shut down last year. But you are right. Uh, airfare has gone up significantly over the past, comparing it to two years ago. At least that's the way it feels, because you and I, you know, back in the normal times, we were flying a lot around the country. Yes. Uh, and uh, to compare, usually a, a flight to from Indy to Vegas not all that expensive at all, usually. 2019 to 2020, I was in New York once a month. I was in D.C. once uh, every other month. I was doing a, a ton. And and I got to admit, a lot of that part is, is over uh, for me. But there's certainly no fear about getting on a plane. None whatsoever. Uh, and Vegas hotel rooms, not bad. And as we discussed last week, I, I like a little bit of a, you know, style. Yes, in my in, in my in my room, uh, I, I, but I mean I don't mind I, I, if if the choice is a stylish room or flying first class, I fly first class, right? If I have to decide between the two, that matters to me more. It's just my comfort level. Uh, but I'm, I haven't found great deals in Vegas like I thought I would find. Am I looking in the wrong spots? No, I I don't think you are. I mean, I'm someone who you know at one point I was flying out to Vegas every year. Sometimes more than once a year, and it would be no more than two hundred and fifty dollars to fly round trip from Indianapolis to Vegas. 
some of the flights are limited. You know, they're they're starting to bring more flights up online, but uh, no, it's you're lucky did, to find a two hundred and fifty dollar flight. My flight was was my uh, my flight was five hundred bucks. Wow, my flight was five hundred, but I haven't found good room deals yet. Oh, that's I, my I gotcha. Problem. Do you? That's oh, yeah. what I was talking about. Room deals. Oh, room deals. Oh, there's there's a site that I'll I'll turn you on to that uh, they offer uh, offer codes that people share back and forth to each other. Uh, and uh, yeah, really, mm-hmm. yeah, really, yeah. Oh well, so, maybe I'll maybe I'll put that on our Facebook page, mm. facebookcom slash Eat Drink Smoke. Share, share it with the masses. Share it with the nation. Yeah, Eat Drink Smoke Nation. Look at that. That's a little fingers exclusive <laughs> for being a part of the family. Congratulations, everybody! You're in. Remember, this is Omerta. You didn't see nothing. You don't know nothing. You don't know fingers. What's a finger? You never heard of such a thing. Well, I don't know finger. I have fingers. I never saw a finger. I know nothing. Right? Otherwise, boom, in the oven you go. Well, and quite honestly, even if they said, hey, listen, I got this deal from Fingers Malloy, like anybody's going to believe that. <laughs> sure you did. Uh-huh. Next story. Well, we talked about it in the previous hour, you know, May for Central Indiana, it's Indianapolis 500 centric. It's all Indianapolis 500 all the time. Uh, and one of the big traditions at the Indianapolis 500 is the balloon release, Tony. That's a big deal right. for the 500. Uh, they will not do a balloon release this year because they're trying to limit uh, on-site staff. And so they're saying because of COVID-19 protocols, there will not be a balloon release It's funny. Year. There are people who are opposed to the balloon release because the environment. That's been going on for, for, for years. So they don't want the staff? Right. And let me ask you this, Tony. Can I put on my tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist? I only wish you would. Could this be a, a trial balloon, no pun intended, to try to eventually eliminate the balloon release? Because, like you said, there has been a lot of pressure to eliminate it because of environmental concerns. Like, okay, maybe if they don't miss it in 2021, maybe they won't miss it in 2022 and beyond. Uh, look, uh, the there there is one thing to say we should be good stewards of the environment, right? That's what I think the conservationist is. The environmentalist, as we've all seen it play out, like it's become this radical, almost religious kind of kind of madness. And 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 I think they've really diluted and devolved their own cause. But conservationists, like like people who hunt and 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 people who are like, well, I cut down a tree and I plant a tree. Farmers, ranchers, like those people, I think they still have it right. Be smart, utilize the land, replenish the land. It makes perfect sense. Remember, everything that we talk about, bourbon and rye and cigars, it's all from the land. This is farming, right? When you talk about wine, let's say in Napa Valley, they're farmers. First and foremost, that's the key. You have to know the soil. You have to know what's going to grow. How are those winds going to hit, the moisture going to hit? What kind of grape are you growing on what side of the mountain or within that valley? Those things matter. That's farming. That's that's agriculture, not just 101, but 202 and 303. you got to be really good uh, at it. Uh, so I'm, in, I'm on the conservation side. I'm not on the side of you can't release some, some balloons. But I will tell you, my favorite uh, Indy 500 tradition, and the Speedway is the biggest uh, venue in the world, biggest sports venue in the world. So I, because of, of where I, I host a, a morning radio show on WIBC in Indianapolis, we're the only place you get to hear the race. It's a TV blackout here. You have to listen on radio, and it's fantastic. They do a great job. So I do the pre-race. 
I do six hours starting at 5 a.m. getting people psyched up for the race. So I'm at the track at three. Me and a cigar. On the track, in the winter circle, on the yard of bricks at 3.30 in the morning. Total silence. It is an absolutely exceptional experience that I only wish other people could be a part of. And, and nobody tackles you? No one bothers me at all. You know what it is? Hey, Mr. Katz. <laughs> oh, and so I will be there. I have a box of Mil Diaz. I don't know if that'll be the first cigar of the day, but that will be a, a cigar that is smoked that day. It's, it, it, honestly, make your, get yourself out to the Indy 500. If you get the chance, you really should. It is special. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke. Ellen DeGeneres out. Kelly Clarkson in. There's something I don't get about daytime TV. Eat, Drink, Smoke. Good to be with you. Tony Katz, an America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. I have nothing against Kelly Clarkson. That girl can sing. That girl is remarkably talented. But they gave her a, a and she does the voice, right? She, they gave her this daytime show, right? And, and then Ellen decided, you know what? I'm leaving daytime TV because it's just, it's no longer a challenge. That's not what happened. <laughs> what happened was COVID. And then you decided you were going to start doing some shows from your home, but you didn't hire union. You hired non-union people to work in your home, and it's, it's Southern California. It's a union town, and the union said, how dare you? And the next thing you know, every story about Ellen DeGeneres, everybody's friend, so great, so nice, super kind, every story comes out where, oh, she's not nice at all. She's actually a nasty, nasty person. Well, that's where I, I was a little surprised about the union thing because, you know, these stories came out and, you know, she was uh, America's sweetheart. She'd come out and she would dance, Tony. Right. You know, she would dance for everybody. And then they really should have called the show Everyone Loves Ellen instead of Raymond. Raymond screwed that whole thing up. But it should have been Everyone Loves Ellen because everybody loved Ellen because Ellen was such a likable person. And you thought to yourself, oh, I would love Ellen to be my friend. I would love to hang out with Ellen. Uh, and then... You know, these stories come out and you find out, well, maybe she's not the nicest person in the world. And then the ratings started to sink. And when the ratings start to sink and you build your whole reputation on Everyone Loves Ellen, uh, it's time to step aside. I think she said she was she was bored with the show now. It took it took 19 years for her to say, hey, you know what? This doesn't excite me anymore. And, and, that, and that's just not it. So they're replacing her with Kelly Clarkson. And I... I don't know what to make of it, except according to the reporting, it's the most watched day talk show in seven years. Is it a little more variety show? Because she's got some singers, right? She's got some musicians. I know she had Garth Brooks on once, and maybe that's, that's it. It's a little more, you know, it's, it's naturally happy, uh, go, go lucky in that way. I'm not sure how that, like, how they make that decision. And who's still watching daytime TV in that way? Now, maybe people have been home and it's been COVID, and so so they have. And they've given it a shot. I just I I didn't know she was so that like that popular. I didn't know she had that skill set. Well, she does the thing, doesn't she? Where you are not the father. Uh, the the whole no, yes the, yes uh, no wait that's Maury. Povich. Oh, that's Maury. I, I get everyone confused. That's Maury Povich. But don't you feel like 
people are they're they're trying to ease her in and say, okay, she's going to be the next Ellen because she's very likable. I mean, there's not there's not a lot of people that I know that say, geez, I just can't stand Kelly Clarkson. I mean, you may not like her music, mm-hmm. it may not be your jam. That's what the kids say. It's not my jam. Is that what they say? Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, no. uh, but uh, to me, she's a likable television personality but again you mentioned it earlier i mean this isn't exactly in our wheelhouse no. right so i just I, that's why that, I, it is more of a curiosity i just find it weird especially when you're competing against everything on netflix hulu amazon as we've been discussing i i don't know where where the big audience is for something like that I, maybe i could be surprised and she's gonna turn this into a multi-billion dollar career i want to get to the nba really quick because you may have seen where russell westbrook Washington Wizards leaving the court. Next thing you know, popcorn falls all over him. And he he's like in the tunnel and the popcorn falls on him. And he's trying to get back out of the tunnel. He wants to find out who did this. He wants to fight the guy. LeBron James is jumping in. We want to know who it is that threw popcorn on Russell Westbrook. You got to protect the players. If somebody purposefully dropped popcorn on Russell Westbrook, that's a scumbag move. Yes. You're a scumbag. Why would you waste good popcorn? Nothing about it makes sense. I mean, it's a, just a jerk thing to do. Has anybody asked whether or not it was purposeful? Popcorn does spill. Could it have spilled? And I'm not, I'm not trying to defend. I just, we're already, we immediately went to, oh, you got to protect the players. And the players are important. I'm not saying no. It should not have happened to Russell Westbrook. It shouldn't happen to any player. You shouldn't be throwing food at, at, at people or water bottles or any of that other crazy. I just don't know if it was a mistake, but are, are people really, are, are we back to this fans where it's like, hey, we're finally back in the stadium. Let's, let's be scumbags now. Yes. That's where, uh, we, that's where we are. I believe the fan got ejected from the game. Uh, I, I feel like everyone's been locked up in their homes for a year and there's a lot of frustration and we saw so much of that on social media where people just would say things on social media that they would never say to someone face-to-face. And that's been going on, of course, for years, but it just seems like it has gotten worse over the pandemic. And this kind of behavior seems to be bleeding over now into real life, where there just is not any kind of filter on public behavior for some. You know, we talked about it previously uh, in the previous hour where you've got people who are are punching flight attendants because they don't like being told what to do uh, to flip up your your tray and right. to to put your seatbelt on the natural reaction should not be well i'm going to punch the flight attendant for expecting me to follow the rules when you go to a game and you're upset with players you boo that's what you do that's what you do you don't throw things at them it's i am convinced that it, to an extent it's social media but really, there's this weird cultural thing that's been going on for a while where people don't, they, they, they think that they feel in some way so they can act out upon that. And they've lost their, their basic, they've lost the concept of basic decency. Yeah. It's a game you don't play. Whether they win or whether they lose has no effect on whether or not you pay your rent unless you've bet everything you have on the rent, in which case that's still about you. If a fandom, you know, enjoying your team and wanting them to do well, that's great. But you you don't have skin in the game. If the Yankees lose the World Series, your life isn't over. You didn't lose any money. 
you are not the one who takes the the, the hit for 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 uh, missing. You know, it's like the New York Mets. You're not Buckner, man. Yeah. You don't have to live with that. Buckner does. He chose this, and he lived with that. Yeah. It's it's so odd to see this level of anger, and it's it's in everything. I mean, it's more than just what we're seeing in sports. It's in everything, and I wonder if this is the the long term effect of social media, or this is just a cultural kind of failing of not teaching ourselves how to just like handle disappointment and not be a jerk. Yeah, and he that fan is very fortunate that security was there. I mean, we saw what happened. Uh, what was it? It must be 15 years ago now, the malice at the palace. Oh, that was uh, the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers and Ron Artest. That is a famous moment. That is, uh, basketball people will tell you the low point of basketball. That fight, guys, uh, players running into the stands, getting into fights, it was ugly. Yeah. And Jermaine O'Neal, it was lucky he didn't kill someone. Someone came on the court, and he got a running head start and, and punched someone, but he slipped as he was punching. He got... 280 pound guy coming at you you know fans just need to behave themselves wasn't that Rudy Tomjanovich who had his nose just but he was a player yes getting into a fight with I forget who this was years ago was it the 70s or in the 80s he ended up being a coach and a very good coach and he ran at a player and I forget the player punched him square in the nose as he was running just bust up changed the way his face looks yeah and really changed his his basketball career Mm. Uh, but you, you can't behave that way. You, he's very fortunate, the guy who bumped, dumped that pop, because that guy was going to just come up there, Westbrook. R- Russell Westbrook, R- yeah. And there was, was no security? Absolutely. Oh, thank God there was. Uh, Kermit but- Washington, thank you, uh, Richard, our cigar sommelier from Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com. Kermit Washington is the player who punched him. But very lucky that this didn't escalate and, and we had another malice at the palace. It, it, people just need to calm down. It, it's it's going to be all right. And I'm not, I, I'm not so willing to just buy into the, oh, it's just COVID. It's, it's something bigger, uh, for sure. The Pikesville Rye is sensational, guys. The Pikesville Rye is just sensational. $50, $51 in your liquor cabinet. And the Mill Diaz, so I'll admit, Fingers had a little trouble keeping his lit, but I have not had a problem at all. You got a, the Mill Diaz, this is uh, the, the seven and an eighth. Uh, by 49, it is the Edition Limitada 2021. Check it out. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.